Hello everyone, I hope you're all having a marvelous and uncanny day, and welcome back to the podcast, The Dark and Eerie History of the 19th Century Gothic, where we discuss the fabled stories that shroud the 19th century in its infamous darkness. Stories of strange men with fangs, but never seen during the light of day, limbs sewn together to create one monstrous being, madmen with potions and only half lucid in their sanity. All stories that may be hypothetical, some might even denounce them as superstitious at the time. But for our purposes, these ghostly tales reveal the true life and events that the 19th century experienced. In today's episode of Eerie History, we'll be telling the tale, or at least the account of, as we only have several diary entries and records of this fable, of a notorious and secretive man. A man that was seen, but was also never seen. The actions of him were experienced firsthand, but never truly proven. His tale and him live literally shrouded in darkness. This is the tale of Count Dracula and those who may have been left dead or alive at his hands. Of the accounts of this tale, there were only three diary entries. The first was from a young man named Jonathan Harker. Hoping to conduct business with the Count, Jonathan made his way from England to Castle Dracula. Situated in Transylvania near the Carpathian Mountains, with no exact location identifiable, Jonathan was informed by Nanda natives that because it was the eve of St. George's Day, when the clock strikes midnight, all the evil things in the world will have full sway. Jonathan took no heed as an old woman placed a crucifix around his neck. On his journey, men and women alike give him pitying looks and whispered, Satan, hell, witch, werewolf, vampire. But again, Jonathan took no heed. At last, Jonathan arrived at the dark and ruined castle and was greeted by the Count himself with a nice cold handshake. The Count was a tall old man, clean-shaven, except for a long white mustache, dressed from head to toe in black. However, the Count had some strange features, pointed ears and sharp teeth. He was as pale as death. The next morning, Jonathan reportedly cut himself shaving, and Dracula lunged for his throat, but he appeared to be repelled by the beads of the crucifix. Wary. Jonathan began to hang the crucifix above his bed each night. When Jonathan set off to explore the castle, he found all the doors locked. He was a prisoner of Count Dracula. He swore he observed this Count scaling down the side of the castle, but maybe it was a trick of the light. It was so dark. That night, he had a fearful dream, if it even was a dream at all. The three beautiful women with inhumanly red lips and sharp teeth approached him and filled him with a wicked and burning desire. Dracula arrived at that moment and Jonathan drifted into unconsciousness. The second of the diary entries is from a young and intelligent Miss Mina Murray, the fiancé of Jonathan Harker. Supposedly, Jonathan had written to Mina, saying that he was on his way home. Within these entries, Mina often mentions her dear friend Lucy. Apparently, Lucy was a looser sort of woman, and entertained proposals from several men, finally deciding upon a proposal from Arthur Holmwood. Mina just continues to describe her visit with Lucy in the picturesque town of Whitby and the ruined abbey that is supposedly haunted. An elderly Mr. Swales tells the true tale of the abbey, that the graves in the churchyard are empty and the tombstones are erected symbolically by their loved ones. Suddenly fearful, Mina wonders where Jonathan may be. Another day, Mina and Mr. Swales observe a ship drifting off the coast and our lady informed that there was no crew aboard the ship. The captain was dead and tied to the wheel, clasping a crucifix. Reports found on the ship claim that a tall, thin man, unlike any of the crew, appeared sporadically throughout the journey. Mina's diary entries continue, except now her entries become increasingly more focused on the development of Lucy's strange habits. She began to sleepwalk. 
One night, Mina followed her and found Lucy sitting in a churchyard and observed a dark figure with a pale face and gleaming red eyes bending over Lucy. Lucy's neck was marred by two small red pinprick-like points. Concerned, Holmwood sends for Dr. Seward, who sends for Professor Van Helsing to examine Lucy. It is confirmed that her illness is due mostly to blood loss. Mina has reunited with Jonathan, but Jonathan remembers nothing of his time in Transylvania. The last of these diary entries is from Dr. Seward. Throughout Jonathan and Mina's troubles, Dr. Seward has been studying a new patient, Mr. Renfield. Curiously, Renfield sustains himself by using sugar to trap flies and flies to trap spiders, and spiders to trap sparrows and so on. Renfield is violent and repeatedly exclaims that the master is at hand. He escaped twice to the chapel at Carfax, but only became docile once he saw a bat sweeping across the night sky. Seward continues to treat Lucy's failing health with Van Helsing. Within two consecutive nights, Lucy is found pale white, drained of strength. Van Helsing places a wreath of white garlic flowers around her neck and about the room. After many further nights of blood loss, Lucy dies. However, these diaries claim that Lucy may have lived. As the men stake out the graveyard, they find Lucy with her mouth covered in fresh blood, an unnatural monster. Agonized, Holmwood plunged a stake through Lucy's heart. After this encounter, Van Helsing convinced the others that they must kill Dracula if England is to stay safe. After visiting Renfield one night, where it was revealed that Dracula had been visiting Harker's fiance, the men rushed to Mina's room to find Jonathan unconscious and the Count standing over Mina, drinking the Count's blood. Mina has begun to transition into a vampire. The men and Mina journey back to Castle Dracula in the hopes of finding the Count. They eventually corner those who carry Dracula in his box, and prying the lid open, Harker slashes his throat as a knife is plunged into the Count's heart. The tale of Dracula has haunted the land of Transylvania for centuries. It is only spoken barely above a whisper when a crucifix hangs from your neck and is never spoken of at night. It is rumored that when Dracula perished, his body turned to ash and his soul finally found peace, and Mina's soul was released from its torment. This horrifying legend exemplified the anxieties that the 19th century experienced. The threat of corruption from immigration, the wanted depravity and moral decay of society, the fear of sexuality in the new woman. Poor, poor loose Lucy. She never had a chance. Thank you for listening on this episode of Eerie History.